Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, it 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Is the best of two pros and a cup of Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. How the hell are we feeling here, LeVar Arrington? What's going on? I mean, you can't feel any better on a day like today. Yeah. That's all I'll say. You why, know? why is that? Is there something special going on today? I mean, I, I think... I think you know uh, why that is. I think you understand why that is. And I think everyone out there that's listening is a part of understanding why that is. Because it's a football Friday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Friday night is a Friday. Hammer. Yeah. Football Friday. It's okay. Let's do it. Come on. It is a football Friday here on Fox Sports Radio. (laughs) Just a three-hour extravaganza filled with football talk. And, of course, when you're talking football, you've got to lead with Victor Wembanyama, security guard, potentially assaulting Britney Spears. Uh, that was the uh, the big well, story. <laughs> what did the four fingers say to the face? I just don't understand. Slap. Can I? It's like every time you feel like the NBA's got a real opportunity. They got something. They've really started to pick up some momentum. You got this Damian Lillard trade, and then this pops off. <laughs> you just go and slap Brittany in the face. I don't understand. And look, we're not laughing at the fact that a woman may have gotten slapped by a security guard. The part that, like, there's so many layers to the whole story that are weird to me. So they're outside a restaurant in Las Vegas. Obviously, the summer league is going on there. Catch restaurant in Las Vegas. I, I thought there was only one in, in L.A., but apparently there's multiples. No, there's, there's, I mean, the original was in New York, I believe. Oh, really? 
Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, hey, point being, they're Very at Ca- high profile place. That's what I heard. And yeah. and so, you know, it's not a place I would ever be seen at. Could you imagine if I pulled up in my Sanford and Son truck at Catch Restaurant? What do you think that, that would look like? That junk would be kind of funny if you was, <laughs> especially if you was valeting, which you would <laughs> probably mess. need to valet it. So that would be interesting. <laughs> the valet would go, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> are no. you on the list, sir? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Are you also a valet? <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, you want me to park this? Proprietor. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so the uh, so apparently she recognized Victor Webignana. Oh, you be having appetizers tonight, <laughs> sir. <laughs> <laughs> sir, dumpsters are out back. Uh, so apparently, uh, Britney Spears recognizes Victor Webignana. I mean, and, he's seven four. Yeah, and, so and she, go figure. I'm, I'm sure everybody recognized him. Yeah, it's not like. She probably thought that was a horse jockey. She just yeah. kind of thought, okay, yeah. this is a celebrity. She might have I know, it was a horse. I know who he is. Well, <laughs> I don't know if they got that far, but the point she is, she wanted to. <laughs> took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, but the point is, I was thinking the same thing. Um, she wanted that too. <laughs> Batter up. The, the point is, she sees Victor Wembanyama. He's yeah. with his security guards, Oops, and I did it again. She walks up to him, and apparently oh, is talking in a British accent, and is saying, "Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir." Which I don't understand. What's with the British accent? <laughs> I don't get it. And uh, apparently, she went to put her hand on his shoulder, and uh, one of the security guards uh, struck her. Now, there's conflicting reports. Uh, somebody from uh, Wembenyama's camp says that he apparently hit her hand, and her hand hit her own face. There's a eyewitness who talked to TMZ who said, "No, he clearly struck her, knocked her glasses off." Uh, she then uh, was heard screaming, this is America, <laughs> in a British accent, maybe, still. I don't know. I don't know if she was uh, method acting and kept with the British accent the whole time. But the point is, right when the NBA feels like they've got the next big thing, something weird happens. And it reminds me of the last time the NBA had the next big thing. It was Zion Williamson. And Zion Williamson was in Vegas for the Summer League, and an earthquake hit Las Vegas that night. So it just feels like, and I'm not making that a legitimate earthquake, it just feels like the NBA can't get out of its own way sometimes. Mm. Just Mm. pure chaos there at Catch Restaurant. I mean, it sounds like a very, very curious story for the simple fact that Wimbenyana has been tall his entire life. He has been climbing the the ladder to get to where he is for a very long time and then now he's a draft pick and he's out to eat and 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 lo behold the one name one of the one of the few names that would ever be on a list right a short list of people that might be seeking attention is connected to Victor Wimbanyana having a a trying to enjoy a peaceful meal um, while he's oh by the way um, getting getting acclimated to being an NBA player in the summer league. Yeah, just it just when you when I when I saw the story, I just immediately thought to myself, 
It can only be Britney Spears. <laughs> and it could only be a couple other names that would be on a list of Mariah Mills. Okay. Like that's, very, that's, <laughs> that's true. Uh, I'm it, just saying there could only be a few people <laughs> that would want to seek the attention of approaching the number one overall draft pick and then doing the shenanigans that led to her wanting to call or calling the cops to to assist her. Uh, like, now, and in a British accent, no less. You know, because you got to that's, that's a key element to the story, a British accent. I mean, if I'm if I'm the law enforcement, I show up and I show up just so I can get Victor Wimbignana's autograph or or a little selfie photo or something like that. And then I look at Britney Spears and I say, Miss Miss Spears, um, we're going to have to escort you off of the property. Um, he's he you can't have this this young man feeling like this is the way it's going to be here in America. That's just not the way we do things around here. And and also, do you still have the outfit from the toxic video? And if if you do, burn it because nobody wants to see you in it today. Oh, come on. So let's just be let's just be (laughs) real here. There's just a couple people that I know you sat there and you said, oh, we're not laughing at her getting um, mashed in the head. and, and doing this, but I'm just being honest. I don't condone a woman being being assaulted, being being handled aggressively. I don't I don't look at that as being tolerable at all. If there's one moment where you see a story and you say that ass ain't happened that way, it's this one. Yeah, it's, it's this one. It's very weird, man. It's just it, this is the this is par for the course. NBA fodder like this like the like this is typical drama got nothing to do with basketball and the NBA finds themselves wrapped up in it it's like the Zion Mariah Mills it's like all all the other stuff that goes on just the passive aggressive social media posts John Morant using a gun lighter to try and scare people and then continuing so you still gonna maintain that it's a gun lighter well, I mean, he did light some candles. I mean, we did have, we did see, uh, you know, have evidence of that. There was a video that made it. Now, I, the gun in the in the video, I'm not quite sure. You know, and I don't want to be reckless here and say that was like a, a hand cannon. It, I mean, it could have been a gun lighter. You know, I'm going to trust John Moran. He's been so honest and forthcoming with everything so far. So, you know, I'm going to go ahead and trust him for you know the way he's handled everything. Again, I, I I venture out to say why I like. Why would anybody lean on that? If he pulled that out in an airport and started doing what he was doing for oh. his for his uh you know, for the social media, for the gram, for oh, the talk. It ends poorly. Okay. So w- what are we even talking about here? Look, Alden Smith yelled bomb at LAX as a joke and they they did not take that as a joke. Like they they made sure to let him know, yeah, that's that's not funny, and he was arrested for it. So yeah, um, it's uh, just a wild, wild uh, you know case of the NBA and Britney Spears and British accents. Maybe she mm. thought. Do you think she thought that Victor Wembanyama was British, and maybe that's why she did the British accent? That might be what it is. Yeah, because he is from overseas. Yeah, but I mean, so, you know, France, England feels like a big difference. I in, mean, but it might not be a big difference. You know what I mean? Like, 
She's traveled the world. So whoever said she did it in a British accent instead of a French French accent or French. I mean, French is a different language. I yeah. mean, you're speaking a different language. But nonetheless, Britney Spears is a world traveled person like she has been around the, the globe uh, performing. So in that moment, she wanted to sound like she was French so she could relate to him. But with English involved in the trying to sound french yeah listen it, it makes all the sense in the world by the I way mean, you, you keep hello? talking you keep talking about victor Wembanyama, and yeah. I, f- I feel like with you discussing it you're kind of leaving out you know something that you dro- a gem you dropped on the show a couple weeks ago and we talked about victor Wembanyama. <laughs> what about him well, i think there was like a song you know that you uh you did with his last name if i'm not mistaken some sort when of By the way, racist. This is a. <laughs> man, that's a fair point. I didn't do it. <laughs> I want to be clear. But you, yeah, man, you know, you took like uh, a big, big, big opening weekend for Victor Webanyama. Some would call mm. the human wind puppet, who uh, all of a sudden finds himself the center of attention and uh, maybe uh, has a or, new fan. Or, or Britney Spears finds herself the center of attention right. with something associated with Victor Wimbanyama. <laughs> That's true. Like, <laughs> go figure. It's just unbelievable. Go figure, man. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern. 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at OReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's OReillyAuto.com slash 2pros.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Him Sex Shoes and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hims has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is getting you down it's time to change that start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros that's h-i-m-s.com slash two pros for your personalized ed treatment options hymns.com slash two pros prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply see website for details and important safety information subscription required price varies based on product and subscription plan sex are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Right now, we welcome in a Super Bowl champion, a two-time Super Bowl champion, a Super Bowl MVP, and a future Hall of Famer, the one and only Von Miller with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Von, good morning. Thanks for hanging out with us here on a Friday morning. Howdy, guys. Good morning. I appreciate you guys for having me. Howdy, sir. How you doing, sir? I'm doing pretty good. (laughs) It's early, but I'm I'm good, man. I'm used to it. where Where are you at in the world? I'm in I'm in Dallas, Texas. Right, we we're in California, Playboy. <laughs> so we got we got we got your early trumped by 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 a little bit of time, but yeah. we appreciate you joining us, man. How how is your health? How how are you feeling right now? I'm in a great spot. I'm recovering uh, from my from my ACL. I'm about seven and a half months um, out. Um, you know, as I as I get older, you know, you know, injuries are going to happen. You got to be you got to be healthy up top, you know, uh, mentally. I'm, I'm in a great spot. I got two um, beautiful young boys. And, you know, um, football is, is, is secondary. I'm, I'm in a good spot mentally and, you know, the body will follow. Mm-hmm. So, Vaughn, I got to ask you, so what is, for people out there that, you know, maybe have accomplished something, now you've obviously accomplished everything you could possibly want in an NFL career. If you retired right now, first ballot Hall of Famer, I don't think anybody argues against that. But if you had any advice for anybody out there on how to stay motivated, even after all the success and everything on the resume, what would it be? You know, football is, is a very, very tough sport. It's, it's not easy. You just can't. You know, roll out of bed and, and and do this. Well, some some people can, but you know, it, it is a it is a tough, um, demanding, challenging sport. I always try to tell the young guys: you got to have purpose and intention when you come out here to practice every single day. You got to have purpose. You got to have intention. You know, you can go through the motions in college. You can go through the motions in high school, but at the, at the professional level, it's just so demanding. I always try to have guys. I have guys, uh, we break the huddle before practice, um, always about purpose, intention, and intention. When we come out here, we have a purpose, and we got to practice with intention. So with that being said, it's, 
you gotta you gotta really focus on the main thing. You gotta have your why um, in order. If you if you don't have a why, why your why is your reason why you come up here every single day and listen to coaches yell at you and go through hours of film and weight room and 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 and, and practice. You gotta really have your why in order to be successful at this level. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I've always wanted to ask you this question. I, I mean, there's a few guys, the, the Marcus. I would would love to ask him his question. This the same question. You know, when I was coming out, I was I was a linebacker, but I pass rushed at times. Now, more often than not, I'm probably doing things that a linebacker does versus what a a three four linebacker would do, outside backer or a DN that's standing up would be doing. And I know you've gotten this question a ton of times. You're known for doing. The, like you got some of the dopest pass rush moves. You're known as as a pass rusher in a lot of different ways. Even though you can play linebacker and have played linebacker, what like what constitutes if you're you're considered to be a a defensive end or a pass rushing backer versus being just a regular backer? What what do you look at yourself as? You know, you know honestly, uh, honestly, uh, yeah. You can't really look at yourself, you know, uh, as as whatever. I like to go out there, and I I like to tell guys I'm a football player. If you need me to cover the guy, I cover the guy. You know, if you need me to play a run, I play the run. If you need me to go sight the quarterback, I do it. You know, um, I played in. I've I've had so many different defensive coordinators and so many different schemes. Whether it's three, four, four, three. Um, I always like to look at myself as a football player. I like to hang with the cornerbacks. <laughs> uh, I like I like to you know I like to be in a locker room with the linebackers as well, and then I'm in the meeting room with the D line and the and the and the, and the defensive end. So I always just try to whatever is asked of me from my coach, whatever that may be. You know, we uh, in football, you know, it, you got to pass the hard down around. You know, sometimes corners I had to play man. You know, and a lot of corners like to play zone, and you know, but sometimes you got to play man. You got to lock up on that number one receiver. Um, sometimes. You know, linebackers, they have you one-on-one on the, on the tight end or running back, whether it's a, a run play or a pass play, you got to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, from a defensive from a defensive line standpoint, you know, you might get a, a really, really hard play-action fake, and you got to make it happen to start the pass rush and, and get to the quarterback. So I always just try to do whatever is asked of me. Of course, they're going to ask me to rush the passer and, you know, sack the quarterback most of the time. But in whatever situation that I'm in, especially if you want to be successful, especially if you want to have a top five defense, or you want to go to the Super Bowl, whatever dreams you have, you have to be a football player out there. Whatever is asked of me, whatever play is called, I want to get that done to the best of my ability. Vaughn Miller, the Buffalo Bills, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Vaughn, I, I wanted to listen. Some of these hooligans behind the scenes wanted me to ask you uh, why Stefan Diggs hates his head coach so much. You're I'm not pa- doing that. You're going to pass Vaughn, off. I'm not doing that. A friend that. asked him that. I, I, I refuse to do that. I'm a broadcast professional. But I did want to ask you this in all seriousness. One of the things that I think gets overlooked when it comes to what you guys dealt with last year was there was a lot that was unexpected, that was sort of thrown on your lap? I mean, obviously the tragedy before the season at the top supermarket, then you had the weather issues, you guys were displaced a couple of times, your own injury, Josh Allen was banged up, we saw what happened with DeMar Hamlin, then we've got the playoff game. 
Like, how difficult was that for you guys to process going through all of that? And at some point, were you just overwhelmed? Maybe by the time the season was over. You know, this is a you know, this is my 13th year in the league, and you know, obviously, you know, everybody on my team doesn't have the same perspective that I have. And, you know, obviously, I'm, I'm not speaking for everyone. I would love to speak for everybody in locker room, but I just, you know, I just can't on this issue right here. Um, but you know, things happen. You know, things, you know, things happen, man. And you just gotta be able to to make it work. That's why basket. That's why basketball is different than football. Basketball, you can put four superstars on a team, three superstars on a team, and you have a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Like not the Super Bowl, but the NBA Finals. You have a chance. We know to what you mean. Yeah. You have a chance to you have a chance to go to the finals. You have a successful in football. It don't matter what you got out of this. It's just so many different um, elements that can happen. You gotta be. You gotta have a great coach. You gotta be well coached. Um, you have to have superstar players. And then when you get in that situation, you gotta make it happen. You gotta. You gotta. You wanna get one game. You wanna get seven games to make it happen. And this is what you know makes football good. You, you deal with injuries. You deal with weather issues. Life happens. Um, you know, you get tragedies and things that, you know, you never would imagine happening. You got to deal with those things as well. And you just got to suit it up and play. Um, you know, one of the reasons why I came to the Buffalo Bills is because I knew I would have multiple shots at the Super Bowl, not just one year. Um, you know, Tom Brady Tom Brady got seven Super Bowls, and he should have won more. You know, he should have he won more. You just got to keep going. You just, you know, it's like soccer. You want to have – Multiple shots on goal. If I get one shot blocked, I want to just have multiple shots on goal, and eventually one of those will go go in. And you know, Buffalo, we've been we've been waiting and we've been working for a long time to get a Super Bowl, man. And you know, our time is coming, man. And you know, last year was it was a tough year all the way around. You know, for all the reasons that you just said, but you just got suited up, line back up, and go at it, man. We still got Josh Allen. Um, Brandon Bean is he? We Brandon Bean has uh, has put a great team out in front of us. We had a great team last year, but I, I strongly believe that we got better. Our offensive line got better. Our defensive line got better. We got rookies that'll be older. Um, it's just that we just have a better team, man. And I'm super excited about it, man. We got hit with some injuries last year. Um, I never make the injury excuse because on a football team, you're supposed to have guys that can step up at any given moment. You know, pe- injuries gonna happen. You, know, you gotta be able to just you know, next man up. You have to have a next man up mentality on both Super Bowls that I won. You have to have the next man up are really what your team is about. So, you never make the injury, uh, like never make the injury excuse. But we did, you know, we did get bit with that bug. But every team does, and you just gotta, you know, line up and make it happen. And we, I'm coming in a year 13. This is, you know, my second year with the Buffalo Bills, man. I'm, I'm super excited with what we have, man. It's gonna be cool. You talked about injuries. You talked about soccer. You know, when they play soccer, uh, Vaughn, they play on grass. And you've joined Pennington on this campaign to turn, flip it, flip the turf into to natural grass. Like, give me a little bit of, of the background. What what led to you joining this campaign? Why are you so passionate about it? First and foremost, man, you know, I, I love football, man. Um, you know, our – our game was founded on grass. You know, not AstroTurf, not artificial turf, not uh, any surface other than grass. Our game was founded on grass, supposed to be played on grass. Um, I'm partnering with, uh, with with the Grass and Seed Company, Pennington. 
on the on the flip the turf campaign, uh, you know, we're advocating for player safety by encouraging the league to flip all fields from artificial turf to grass for turf. Uh, you know, according to you know recent you know data, recent NFL data, um, non-contact injuries occur at a higher rate on artificial turf compared to grass. Um, and this was just in the last 2022 season. I'm, I'm allergic to grass. I'm allergic to grass. I've been allergic to grass since day one. Hmm. Um, it, it, I itch and I sneeze after every single game. That's that's why I wear sleeves, um, no matter if it's hot or cold. Hmm. Um, but I still, I still want to be on grass. You know, I, I still choose grass over artificial turf. Um, and that's why I'm working with Pennington to encourage the fans to sign the petition and flip the turf. And you know, if anybody listening or anybody want to sign the petition, they can go over to Pennington.com slash flip the turf and learn more about it and show your support by uh, signing the petition. Vaughn, does it just come down to, before we let you go, is, what do you think the issue for the NFL is? Is it just money? Is it just cheaper to do it on, on artificial turf in some places because you can bring in more more concerts, more other events to happen? Like, what seems to be the issue when everybody universally says we all want natural grass? I think it's just a matter of time, honestly. Um, you know, obviously – you know, owners they they want to have a you know they want to have a a surface that is uh, that is you know that they can use and like you said for concerts and, and monster jams and and whatever you may be like uh, you know monster truck whatever you may be whatever people whatever attractions that these stadiums bring um, and you know I you know I can't say that I understand that but uh you know. Um, I see why they would have a you know a turf like that that they could you know just roll up or do whatever they do. But that is a football stadium. You know, it's, it's a football stadium. It's built around football. It's built around a football team, and the the, the game of football was founded on grass. So um, you know, whatever excuses that they can come up with, whether it's concerts or you know events or you know whatever it may be, there's still ways to get that done on grass turf. You know, it's not excuses to say, hey, let's have Arthur's turn because we can have multiple events on this throughout the year. Um, There's multiple ways to get that done on grass, um, with a grass field as well. Um, you know, it's crazy. The, um, you know, I played at uh, SoFi Stadium. It is the best stadium in the world. It is the best stadium in the entire world, and it's gra- and it's uh, artificial turf. So mm. it's, it's just uh, it's just uh, you know it's crazy to me that to to think in 2023 that we we still having this conversation. But I do honestly feel, and at the bottom of my heart, it's just a matter of time before you know all the fields are grass. The game was founded on grass. The stadium is built around a football team. It's just a matter of time before, you know, every field in the NFL is grass for sure. I mean, SoFi Stadium, the one thing I would say, though, it is kind of a pain in the ass to get to. You know, like the traffic is wild out there. I mean, Hey, hey Vaughn, I, um, I played uh, at Penn State at, at linebacker U. Um, and my last my last game in in college was in the Alamo Bowl. Uh, does that does that hit your does that strike your memory bank does that strike your data bank uh, the team that that Penn State played that year? <laughs> yeah, that, I, I remember that game. It was close at first. It was close at first. Um, that was a, that was a really dope game. I, you know, that was my really that was uh, one of my first. Uh, that was really one of my first. You know, um, that, that was my first bowl game. It was one of the biggest games I ever played in my life. And, 
you know, it was it was close at first, and they just kind of pulled away from us. But hmm. um, yeah, I know I know a game that you're talking about, man. It was fun. It, it really was fun. We ended up losing that one though. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Make that clear. All right, Vaughn. Uh, right. Vaughn, uh, get him on Twitter at Vaughn. Y'all Miller. had some dope linebackers too, though. Now I know. I know that. That's why I threw the LBU at you because I know in your mind you're like, well, we got some LBs at 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 A and M. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, we so. got some pass rushers. That, we got some pass rushers, and we got some DBs. We pretty got quarterbacks too. We got all type of players that come through Texas A&M. Penn State is a great, uh, is, is, is a is a is a great school. Though. That's where Michael Parsons went, right? That's correct. That's yeah, correct. Yeah, so you know, you gotta. I'm I'm 23. I'm 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 going into my 13th year, man. And, and I got dreams to be a. I got dreams and aspirations to be a GM. And you know, Ohio, Ohio State puts out great players. Penn yep. State puts out great players. Zanum puts out great players as well. I don't know if we could call Penn State linebacker you, but they they definitely put out a lot of great players. <laughs> hey, hey Vaughn, <laughs> you, you do know we we own the name. We we actually created it and we actually own the name. Like we literally own it. Hey, that's that's where it is. I mean, just because I buy a Ferrari, don't I mean I'm a Ferrari. <laughs> yeah, but if, <laughs> but if your but your if your name is Ferrari. But but if it's Von Ferrari, you know what that means? That means you're a Ferrari. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, I just, you know, I'm on with an LB, so I just figure I'd just try to flex, you know, just a I, tad bit I, because it's one of the best that ever did it. You know what I mean? So I just wanted man, to make sure man, I shot my shot. Man, 100%, man. Like I said, Penn State, they have a lot of great players that come through there. I, you know, linebacker, you, you guys own the name, man, and, and I see I, 100%, man. I got a lot of respect for Michael Parsons. I, I just kicked it with him the other day, and he 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 said something about it as well. So it just you know it's early in the morning. It's early in the morning, and man, I get it to y'all. Man. Hey. I got it. I, <laughs> yeah, I got it, man. Hey, hey, by the way, if, if you're gonna be a future GM, you know, I mean, maybe Micah Parsons might be somebody that you uh, you're having a conversation with at some point. So we'll delete all of this from the podcast. So he's I mean, got no evidence. Hey, you you retire anymore already? No, I'm Jonas? just saying, like you, I'm saying, Micah Parsons. No, don't say the R word. Don't say the R word. I got. I still got a lot. Look, yeah, he got some left in him. Future GM, we're, we're talking to here. We got to be clear on that. Uh, right. Vaughn, we appreciate like it, it, man. Thanks so much for the time. Thanks for waking up early with us. Uh, good luck this year. Uh, good luck with the recovery, and we look forward to watching you at Vaughn Miller on Twitter again. Working with Pennington in the hashtag Flip the Turf campaign for 2023. Vaughn, thanks so much again. All right, bro. Yes, sir. Have a good one. There he is, Vaughn Miller. You know, he's got his own podcast too. You know. Hell he's yeah. in the, he's in the uh, podcasting game. Does does a really nice podcast as well. So make sure y'all check him out, man. Dude, you know, support this podcast game. You he, know, his credentials are pretty impressive, dude. He's, he's pretty strong, man. I mean, it's like right as far as defenders go, like it's on it's on par, if not better, than Aaron Donald. As far as I'm not, he doesn't have the defensive player of the years, but the MVP in the Super Bowl, the two time Super Bowl champion, the all of the other stuff to go along with it, the all pros, the Pro Bowls, like yeah, he's a he's a no doubt about it a Hall of Famer. <laughs> I mean he's his yeah. First draft pick of John Elway. He won the buckets too. Yeah. He won the buckets as a college player, yes. Did, did he oh wow. Yes Look he did. That. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. 
Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, Tool to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. So who do you think, if you had to say right now, who's the greatest coach in NFL history? Bill Belichick? Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I would assume it would be, for most people, Belichick. I mean, there's some people who might say You said, yeah, like did I, did, you didn't even have to think about it. I mean, Vince Lombardi came to mind, the first, but that might be most, like, iconic or legendary. Yeah. I don't know. And but Don Shula, obviously, Don Shula. is up there. And, you know, there, there's I mean, a lot he of— he went undefeated, you know, the only one to go undefeated, but— I don't know. I wouldn't have said Don Shula, but I mean, I think he's he's he was a hell of a coach. He, he's also got Jimmy. The, the most wins as well too. Don Shula's got the most wins. Does he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's still got well, the most wins. So so Belichick is pursuing that also. That's part of the conversation when it comes I didn't to realize Don Shula was the winningest coach. Hell yeah. Huh. Did you ever go does Shula still have a steakhouse in Miami? I've I've ate at Shula's before. Wonder if it's still there was there. a Shula's in in Indianapolis where where like people stayed for the for the, for the combine? combine really yeah, in the hotel. God, I wonder if it's any good. 
Yeah, it was, was it good? good? Everybody was there. That was the watering hole. What do you everybody mean by watering hole? What was everybody going on met there? there? Yeah, everybody was there. Got banged up. Uh, I'm sure people did. I'm certain people did. You know, why wouldn't they? Yeah. I mean, I mean only people that are really working are the the prospects, really. Yeah. And and yeah. the guys that have to do the testing. I've heard many stories about the combine. Uh, okay. It's kind of the. Uh, you know the the big it's season's the over, and uh, what is it? Let's just get after it, and, ask uh, AB, and then be hung over and uh, look at some prospects the next day. <laughs> the other on AB, the forty yard dash, the yeah. Albert Breer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, uh, Albert was enjoying himself, you know, which he's entitled to do. But the reason I asked the question for greatest coach of all time is that Michael Vick, uh, who recently was on Tyreek Hill's podcast, which we have talked about, he had some other comments about Tua and his time in the NFL and going away because of the dog fighting and all that. But Michael Vick did talk with Tyreek Hill and he made an argument for Andy Reid to potentially be the greatest coach of all time. Let's take a listen. I was actually thinking this year, like, after Andy won the Super Bowl, he he only got two, but he went to, like, four or five NFC championship games. Every year y'all was in the NFC, AFC championship game, or he was in the NFC championship game, or he was close. He might be the, one of the, the the greatest coach of all time. Bro, seriously. You don't have bro. to win championships to be considered. You know, I understand Belichick and Brady and that, that whole dynamic, but coach did it in Philly. And then he did it in K. He doing it in KC. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I'm always shout out coach. Like I love, I love that man to death. Like for real, literally, I do anything for him. You know, he kind of has an argument just because he did do it at different spots and did it with different quarterbacks. Yeah, but it, it doesn't it, it doesn't take away from what Bill Belichick. Oh no, it's just the most extraordinary run. I mean, you could put Bill Belichick in all sports, not just football, with with the run he had yeah. with Tom Brady. And and if the only argument people have is that he had Tom Brady, you, you know, so what? So what? He had a he had a quarterback that he developed into a franchise quarterback. By the way, he didn't come in as a franchise quarterback. He was was. Actually, I, I don't know what he was coming into the league. A long shot, maybe. So let's give a little bit of credit where credit is due. The run that Bill Belichick had, and it started before Tom Brady got there, by the way. His his run of, of greatness as a coach started before Tom Brady. The Super Bowls came once Tom Brady started, but he did pretty well with Drew Bledsoe as well. So to me – the, the the run that he had, the amount of Super Bowl appearances, Super Bowl rings and wins, it's just I don't think it's rivaled. I don't think Andy Reid, I, I don't I don't I don't think there's anyone that rivals that. Not Don Shula, not Vince Lombardi. I mean, you want to throw out some other great names, Tom Landry or uh you know, Chuck Knoll. I don't think anyone rivals Bill Belichick today. Bill Parcells, I don't think anybody rivals what – what, and I don't know that anyone will be able – Marv Levy, I don't think anyone will be able to match 
what what uh, Bill Belichick has accomplished as a pro coach. See, because the Drew Bledsoe, so that was Parcells that took Bledsoe to a Super Bowl when, yep. when he was with New England. And, yep. you know, Bledsoe, you know, the year before Brady started as quarterback, Brady's rookie year, they were 5-11. and 11. So they may have been on the rise. They were on – I mean, if you look at the roster, they were on the move. They were on the move. You, again, we just talked about Hall of Famers and how sometimes you can't look at the stats and see where the truth is and, and where, you know, fiction is. Just because their record wasn't good didn't mean that Bill Belichick wasn't positioning – and putting himself and that team in position to be able to do what they did. You got to build foundational pieces. So to me, I think when you look at him as a coach and you, you look at the personnel groupings, the personnel that he had, the people that he appointed to coaching jobs and what that was going to look like moving forward, it would have been hard in the moment to say, all right, he's a good coach or he's doing well. But in, 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 the, in the aftermath of it, it seems as though he put together a dope-ass coaching tree. He put together a dope-ass philosophy. And and he put together some dope-ass players. I mean, you're talking about like Willie McGinnis, um, Teddy Bruschi. I mean, there was a point in time where he brought in uh, Harrison from um, – well, Harrison. both Both Harrisons. Yeah. Um, he brought he bought in uh junior Seau. i mean he, he he did he did it with troy troy uh troy brown troy brown and david Patton. and and i want to say givens was maybe the third receiver yeah. like he didn't even have like uh, bill belichick is is he's i mean when you're talking coaching i mean he's had the best run of any any coach yeah no I I believe he's the greatest coach ever is just from an argument standpoint so the coaches that have taken two teams to a Super Bowl are as followed obviously we mentioned Don Shula uh, Bill Parcells Dan Reeves who by the way he's a dope coach he was a dope dude man I wanted to play for Dan Reeves so bad I've heard he's a really good dude or he He was was, a really good dude and yeah yeah, and the fact that he never got a Super Bowl kind of bums me out because he was on all those Denver teams that came up short he took the Atlanta team to the Super Bowl 98 uh, and they ran into you know obviously an issue there with Denver and John Elway and that was a problem I thought you was going to talk about Eugene Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> they ran into a tad bit of an issue with Eugene Robinson. Yeah, which well, he, by the way, he's a cool dude too. By the way, I don't. <laughs> he definitely I don't know is. What he had going on, but I mean, listen, you know, you you go out, you're trying to, uh, you know, you're you're doing a little shopping on the streets of Miami, and you never know who uh, who you confuse as uh, a street vendor. You know, he would, he would be considered. Uh, I ain't gonna do that. Yeah, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, uh, go, Dick go. Dick Vermeil's the other one. Mike Holmgren. Vermeil's um, a good one. John Fox also took two teams yeah. to a John Super Bowl. Fox, 10 years apart with Carolina and Denver so like the the point and then obviously Andy Reid doing it with Philly and then Kansas City like the the one that is going to be interesting to watch and I don't think that Reid's going to get here because there has been some speculation whether or not he would walk away at some point so he's 51 wins behind Belichick which as long as Belichick keeps coaching and he won't catch him if he keeps coaching I I don't think so either but here's the here's the one that's a possibility He's nine playoff wins behind Belichick. Mm. With Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback, it's not far-fetched to think that Reed could catch him in all-time playoff wins. Like it's it's not outside the realm of possibility. If How I was, many games is that like per year? 
If you're the so home you, team. I mean, if you're the home team, we're looking at, what, three a year if you make a Super Bowl run? So he would have to do it the next three years, yeah. four years. In Mahomes' prime. I mean, do you have him that long? Do you have Patrick Mahomes that long oh. in today's NFL? Yeah, I, I don't think they'll let Patrick Mahomes go like okay. at any point whatsoever. Uh, and if they do, we'll delete this from the podcast. Uh, this this never happened. This quote never took place. But I, I just I look at it and I go that that one could be considering the Patriots don't appear to be a playoff team anytime soon, as we've discussed over the past uh, couple of days on the show. But with Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback, you you would assume there would be at least you know a playoff win or a couple of playoff wins a year. I mean, I know that's hard to assume in the NFL. And so maybe there's the possibility that Andy Reid, when it's all said and done, has more career playoff wins than Belichick, which could hmm. go to his argument. But I'm with you. I, I look at Belichick and I go, that run, the fact that he did it with Brady or without Brady in multiple eras, really. Because, you know, look, they had their early 2000s run. Then they kind of tapered off. Then they had that great run in 07, 08. And then they kind of tapered off. And then they came back, what, 10 years later, nine years later, won a couple more. Like the fact that he did it in, and kind of spaced it out. It's why Coach K, like Mike Krzyzewski, to me, always gets credit as one of the great coaches in any sport. Because, man, you remember those Duke teams in the early 90s? Like them just getting past UNLV what was was difficult to do it's crazy and then it's crazy to believe that that actually happened i know actually. and because the year before unlv played duke and absolutely buried them by like 30 in 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 the final four and then they came back the next year and they got their revenge but then he wins back to back then later on in the 90s he wins one then he wins one you know in the early 2000 or in 2010 i want to say like he he spaced it out and had success at different times and i feel like belichick did that as well too which i think is also an argument for belichick as to why he's the best ever so i mean you laid out some some fine pointery there you know what i mean you like that just reading off the prompter lee, oh, lee wrote oh. all that into the prompter i'm just oh, reading wow. off the prompter here that's dope you know, a little behind the scenes here uh that, sports talk radio that's dope for people listening okay. uh but by the way where do you got uh joe pa amongst greatest college coaches of all time i mean he's the winningest isn't he well, with 409 mean, Something yeah, I mean, like did they re- did they remove some of those? Stop, relax, bro. I'm just asking. Relax, relax. <laughs> yeah, look, relax. I'm, don't uh, don't bring it up and then be an instigator. I'm like not. It. He's got 409. <laughs> okay. All right. Just listen. so I mean, I'm just saying you you could debate where he fits in on that. I mean, uh, Nick Saban is clearly the guy. He's clearly the greatest. Right. He's the goat. Um, but I mean, Bear Bryant. And some and some and some circles joe's name would be mentioned with the uh the the you know bear bryant's or the um you know the jackie shirls and and you know the kind of those those names can i can i um, throw a name out to you just football not not saying nfl or college but greatest football coach of all time jimmy johnson i mean Greatest of all time. In con- if you I mean, consider- he did it on both levels. Yeah, he won a champion. I don't think that. I mean, maybe there might be what one other or Pete, something like Pete that. Pete Carroll is, okay. is is the other one, but like Jimmy Johnson 
like turned around. Like he got to Miami and they became the team. And then he got to Dallas and took over an awful franchise and they became well, the team. You got to give credit to Snellenberger for starting the, yeah. the 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 movement the way that it happened and then What's up, Jimmy Howard? Johnson Jimmy Johnson came in and um he just totally fit what Miami needed at that time. And you know what's crazy about that? You know all all that Jimmy Johnson was, all he was, was a guy who actually related to his players, loved his players, and allowed his players to be who they wanted to be yep. within their, their, their framework, and they won. If you, could, if you could find coaches that could actually relate to their kids and, and you can still coach and you can allow them to be who they are within the, the perimeters of what you created culturally speaking as a team, you'll win. And it's such a it's such a simple approach, but yet it's so foreign because what you see is people aren't able to relate to other people. And and, and I've seen it more than more than not. I've seen it in coaching that the coaches just don't they're not relatable and 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 there's not a there's not a genuine love there's not a genuine care for the guys you're coaching and guys know that so anyway jimmy johnson was one of those guys dan reeves we mentioned one of those guys um andy reed 100 percent one of those guys i mean there's just some guys throughout the history of of the game where you'd say their level of care and their ability to relate is on such a high level. And, and Tony, Tony Dungy was one of those guys. Um, just the players love to play for him and, and they do anything for him. And, and there was just a, a, there was a commonality there of, of relatability that made you trust and believe. Cause that's really all it comes down to is trusting and believing um, fully that this is what we need to do to win, and and this is how we need to be in order to win, and then you win. And then obviously Dale Lindsay on that list as well too. Yeah, you're you know I see where you're at what today. You, so that's where you're at today. No, no, okay, what, that's I'm where just, you're at. Listen, I'm just trying to make the argument man, for some cool. people here. Hey man, that's cool. <laughs> you act like I'm not a Hall of Famer. <laughs> you act like I ain't did nothing, Skip. I mean, oh, I mean Jonas. <laughs> That ain't a problem. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 